and welcome to our third Eleanor podcast. My name is Anna. I'm a project consultant here at Eleanor Hospice in Gravesend, and we work with many different teams within the organisation. Today, I'm talking to Kezia West, who's 34 years old and a healthcare assistant, whose job involves looking after Eleanor's hospice patients and their families on our inpatient ward in Gravesend, and you've been here for the past nine years. And I'm also joined by Lauren Hastings, who's 30 years old. She's a clinical nurse specialist who visit, uh, visits patients with life-limiting conditions in their own homes around North Kent. And you support them and their families to make the most of the time that they have, including management of their symptoms. Welcome. And thank you for joining me on the podcast. Now, Eleanor, our charity provides care and support for adults and children living with life-limiting illnesses. And our inpatient ward at the hospice here in Gravesend provides inpatient care for more than 200 patients per year. And they range from the age of 14 up to our adult hospice at home team. And they provide home care for people of all ages, all diagnosis, as well as supporting children within the community as well. Now this Christmas, Christmas morning, you know, instead of preparing the turkey, walking the dog or opening presents with their families, our committed clinical staff here at Eleanor are going to be spending the day with those for whom this Christmas might well be their last. They're going to be working most of the day, caring for our patients and our families, and really helping to make what could be that family's last Christmas with their loved ones as peaceful and as joyful as possible. And why do we do it? Because we care. So Kezia, tell me, what's your Christmas going to look like this year? I'm uh, working Boxing Day this year, so I've got Christmas Day off. Christmas Day at home? Yeah. And Boxing Day here. What about yours, Lauren? Yep, same as Kezia. I'm off Christmas Day um, and then I'll be here on Boxing Day. And now you've both got kids as well, haven't you? Yeah. So how does that feel, knowing that, you know, you're, you're not going to be around your children on Boxing Day, Kezia? I'm probably a bit peace and quiet, really. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. What about you, Lauren? Yeah, no, it's definitely the same. The come down from all the sweets. Straight sugar. Yeah. 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 Please with the break. Yeah. <laughs> come and to that, work. <laughs> and that makes sense. So you're quite used to Christmas rotors and things forming yeah. part of your job. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So it's just something that clinical staff do. Yeah, it's part of my job. I love 24 that. 24-7. Yeah. Just see it no different. I love that. Now, Christmas obviously is quite a special time for a lot of families who are cherishing really precious moments throughout the festive season. They don't know whether this is going to be their last. Um, and you're giving up, obviously, celebrating with your family. What is it like working over Christmas with Eleanor, whether that's in patients' own homes or in the inpatient unit? Lauren? Um, I think there's, you know, still a sense of, you know, Christmas spirit mm -hmm. um, because, you know, we are working with patients and their families um, mm -hmm. and I think us all coming together as a team that you know that provides a real sort of you know Christmas spirit so yeah I think and it's good because obviously you you know let's face it you're dealing with people who are terminally ill who may or may not be dying whether that's Christmas Day Christmas Eve Boxing Day um, it must be quite tough to you know to to continue, um, you know, part of that. But it's reality, isn't it, for hospice care? Kezia, have you ever experienced, what's that like emotionally to experience to walk for supporting families over Christmas like that? I mean, it is, it is sad because obviously Christmas is meant to be laughter, joy, happiness. Mm -hmm. But actually, on the flip side of it, it's nice that that family can be a family again rather than 
carers and patients. Mm -hmm. Very true. And like you said, Lauren, it's a real sense of community. Mm -hmm. It's everyone coming together. Yeah. And I know certainly a friend of mine whose um, nan passed away in, a, in another hospice over Christmas. She said it was the best memory to have that last Christmas with them all around the bed. You know, the bless her, her poor nan had this cracker pulled and the hat on and she she was like oblivious to it all. She was just sort of laying there, but she absolutely loved, she said it's one of the best memories I've had. So it must feel really empowering to know that as a service over Christmas, we can support families in that way. Yeah. And yeah. Yeah. Um, so hospice nursing obviously is a completely different pace of work to other areas. Um, there's a huge sense of community, 100%. Um, you have you know far more time to get to know and care for patients here at Eleanor. And in many ways, we build a bit of a relationship with them as well and them us. So our patients are situated at time of their life, um, characterised by uncertainty and change and resulting very often in fear or anxiety. And obviously, like I said, for some of them, this is actually going to be their last Christmas. And I just can't imagine how hard that must be for them and their families. So just wondered how different are your roles over the Christmas period? Because, you know, we're a hospice. We deal with people who are terminally ill, life-limiting conditions. For families that know this is, I'm just thinking, if this was me or my nan or someone I loved, it'd be so special because I know that was the last Christmas. Is it different dealing with, you know, patients and families over Christmas? Because, yeah. Um, I don't know if it's different, but we... I think we allow them to be a family again, rather than patient and carer. Mm -hmm. We actually let them have that time as a family. Yeah, I like that. What about you, Lauren? You notice any difference? I just think around the Christmas time, everyone's emotions are a bit more heightened. Mm -hmm. And I think people are, you know, very much aware that actually, you know, this is a special time and this could be the last Christmas. So I think families do sort of come together more spend a lot more time together they even you know sometimes they have christmas early if they feel mm -hmm. that actually you know they may not make it till christmas so and there is a you know a bigger sense of families coming together and especially in the community i think when you go to see patients there is a lot more people there really than what there normally is right. so yeah a lot more people in and out mm -hmm. You know, people, we've known people to put their Christmas decorations up in that September. Oh, wow. <laughs> you know, to make the most of Christmas. So, yeah, I do think. Yeah. yeah. And it, it's different. I mean, Kezia, how do you deal with the emotional side of that? Like seeing families having their last Christmas and almost witnessing that. For me, I'd be, I'd be a wreck if I was to see that over Christmas. It's Because it's not very nice to think about, obviously, but it's part of what we do. It's, you know, it's fundamental to hospice care. How do you deal with that emotionally? Well, we all have a cry, but I think it's nice to actually see that they are getting to celebrate Christmas and the rooms are decorated and they've got their hats and things on. Yeah. So it's nice to see, mm. as sad as it is. Yeah. And as Laura said, like a real sense of community. Yeah. And a lot more people coming to see them as well. And how do you do with it emotionally, Lauren? Um, I just think that, you know, we as, you know, professionals, we we need to sort of be there for them to lean on, you know, emotionally. Mm -hmm. So if sometimes, like Kezia says, we've all had a bit of a cry behind closed doors about things, but actually, you know, when you're there and you're dealing with it face on, you need to show that there is, they can, you know, depend on you to, you know, be strong for them really. Definitely. So I think, you know, we do mm. try 
to sort of, you know, yeah. hold emotions back. Yeah, but you're human, aren't you? You're gonna, oh, yeah. It's going to come out. Definitely. It's going to come out and okay. it, it must come out. I mean, do you do anything different? Because you mentioned about maybe some families sort of having their Christmas day at the hospice, you know, in, in where we are at the moment in the dining room. Is that different? Would we do something a bit more festive on those days over Christmas, Kezia? Um, yeah, I mean, we've had full families having a whole Christmas dinner together and oh, I love that. early <laughs> Christmas and put Santa in and things like that. Mm. So I just think just to enjoy the time, really. So do you think we embrace the making Christmas special? Yeah. For our patients. Yes, definitely. Because, it, I mean, I don't know, but a lot of families might even not want to think about Christmas. Like, well, almost, I don't want to celebrate because, you know, I'm maybe a bit, you know, worried, concerned, anxious about what's going to happen. So do you, when you go out to people's homes, for example, is there anything that we do to support them to really embrace the Christmas spirit, if you like? Um, but yeah, I think, you know, we, we let them know that, you know, here at the LNR, we work 20, you know, we're here 24 hours a day. So I think sometimes them just knowing that we are here we are available there is somebody that they can speak to like say if they're you know worried that if they have their christmas and something goes wrong or you know a patient sort of you know has got some symptoms then actually you know there is somebody that they can call there is you know people that can go out to visit them so i think we do you know when we go in to visit sort of routinely they know that we're we're there, mm-hmm. and I think that makes a big difference to most people. Definitely, so, yeah. and it's you, you're not just a nurse, you're not just healthcare assistant, you're not just so you've built relationships with these people as well. When it, yeah, I suppose in one way that's the beauty of hospice care that most people you care for get a bit of time to process this information. It's you know not this instant sort of diagnosis. We could see it coming, and that's lovely to you know they almost treat you like one of the family yeah when particularly when you're in their homes as well I mean would you we mentioned about the family that had Christmas here um was that something the staff were maybe involved with or was it just like you set it up and you, you sort of back off and let them all get on with it no it was definitely an LNA effort was it <laughs> every team <laughs> everyone got involved yes definitely. and you know that's what I think is so great about Eleanor is everyone will muck in everyone will go all out to support our families and and make it really personal to them as well that's beautiful i love that was there any times over sort of christmas when you've worked previous christmases maybe where as much as you love what you're doing do you long to sort of be home with your own family lauren have you ever had those thoughts um well i think you know naturally you know you always want to spend time at home with your children and you know my husband so yeah i mean sometimes i think oh yeah i wonder what they're doing Mm -hmm. but I do think that you come to work, it's almost like a second family anyway. So you come in, we're all, you know, in the festive spirit. Yes. You know, you are a team and you sort of, you know, lift each other up. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I mean, I think... We all feel like that a little bit. It's natural, you're right. Yeah. It's natural, of course, you want to be with your kids. What about you, Kezia? Yeah, the same. Yeah. I think, because we all get in the festive season and we mm-hmm. have our silly headbands on and things and, <laughs> and we, we are the team. And you do think, oh, I wonder what they're doing or I wonder what they're playing with or... Yeah. Or you just come to work for the peace and quiet, really. Yeah, I was going to say, sometimes. <laughs> you know. Bit of a contrast, yeah. <laughs> Just come to work, get out of the way of everything for a few yeah. hours. Yeah, no, that makes sense. Lauren, why did you want to work as a hospice nurse? Um, I think I've done community nursing for 
10 years mm -hmm. um and i just think that you know i really like that you have your own case set of patients so you get to know people and you're sort of on a journey with them from the from the first time that you see them mm -hmm. you get to know them you get to know their families you get to know their animals you know the extended <laughs> family um and you build that relationship with them they trust you and it's nice and then when you go to see them you build up that relationship and actually they confide in you and you can see a real difference that you make so i think that's why i sort of wanted to do it i love that kezia what about you what made you want to be a hospice nurse um, i've always liked helping people mm -hmm. um and i've worked in care for probably about 14 years mm -hmm. um and always used to drive past Eleanor and be like, mm. <laughs> and I think everyone still has the very much hospice stereotype that it's doom gloom mm -hmm. and it's the complete opposite. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and I just like helping people. And you're still here, still going strong. So yeah. must be doing something. Yeah. Well, that's good. And, and what, Kezia? What makes Eleanor special for you? Because, like you say, there's a bit of a stigma. Let's face it, attached to hospice care and. Yeah. Almost, and I still know people, you know, been in the game a long time and people still say to me, is there a hospice in Gravesend? I'm like, yes, there is. <laughs> uh, you know, they've lived here all their life. Yeah. But what is it really about Eleanor that you think makes us different or sets us apart from everything else? Um, Put you on the spot now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, it's, it's a local community because obviously I live in the area mm -hmm. as well. So I've always known Eleanor was here. Mm -hmm. um, and... My mum died four years ago. Uh, not four years ago. You really put you on the spot then? Yeah, you have. <laughs> Three years ago. Yeah. Um, and they really helped me. Nice. So it's, it's personal for you as well? Yeah. Good. Yeah. Okay. But I've yeah. always loved helping people and mm -hmm. doing the end of life care beforehand. But yeah. I think it's confirmed it more. I love that. What about you, Lauren? What, what makes Eleanor special for you? Um, I think sort of out of everywhere I have worked, I think every single person that works for the Eleanor always wants to do the best for their patients and I think you know every single one in the team would go that extra mile for somebody even if it's you know going out of their way to sort of pick up a chart bring it back to the hospice mm -hmm. you know and and I think that we're we're, we're all everyone cares so much mm -hmm. and I think that's lovely to see in one place and I think when you come through the doors everyone says the same thing when they've visited oh it was so lovely I wasn't expecting it oh, <laughs> yeah. you know, it's really nice there I went for a coffee and you know so I think that that is is a big thing that we're all you know we're all together as a big team 100 departments yeah. and everything so yeah no it's I like that it's like a home away from home I've always said that because yeah. I'm sort of local to the area several family members you know been under Elena's support and passed away and it's just beautiful like what, what the what the organization does is amazing and to be part of that makes me feel very proud yeah um and it sounds like you know that's the same sort of feeling from you too and in contrast to that is there any times where you know Lauren do you feel like this is difficult like a particular family or there's you know because obviously we deal with children as well as adults and you know we're all mums ourselves is there a time when it's got a bit difficult for you um at work oh yeah I think I think you know that's always going to be the case there's always going to be a particularly you know particular thing that you find difficult but it's just about you know how you manage it and sort of how you get through it really mm -hmm. um and you know i've had times where i've not really sort of known what direction to go in mm -hmm. but you know 
can always go to the doctors they mm -hmm. provide really good support mm -hmm. going to other you know within the team the team are really supportive so actually sometimes something you think is a big problem in your head once yes. you then speak to somebody about it and break it down it's not okay it's not yeah so i mean yeah there is but it's just about getting around that and i think it develops you as a person you mm -hmm. know getting through the more challenging times so Definitely. Yeah. yeah and it, like you say it's that sense of community is also about leaning on each other yeah. when things get really tough i mean there's a bit times because when you think like oh, it's a really tough day today and how have you handled that um I just like Longman said, the team that you work in, you, you might go to one of the girls, oh, I can't do it today, or I'm mm -hmm. struggling today, and you'd have a chat about it, or you'd talk to someone else, and actually that big problem doesn't seem so big anymore. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, that's lovely. It's nice to be feel part of a team mm -hmm. like that, definitely. Yeah. I mean, hospice care is close to all of our hearts. It's massively important anyway, you know, in sense of the general healthcare system. Plus, locally, for our population, we want to support them. You get one chance to die. That's it. You do it once. And it's important to us as Eleanor that it's done in the right way, um, you know, which is why the planning comes in. Do you think hospice care is especially important over Christmas time, Kezia? Yeah, because people are still ill over Christmas and sadly people still die over Christmas. Mm -hmm. And I think because Christmas is meant to be for families, it's in your face, isn't it, everywhere? Joyful, yeah, yeah. joyful, happy, being together, mm -hmm. and I suppose that people still are poorly mm -hmm. and still die at Christmas. Which is why it's important that service is yeah. available, definitely. Um, and what about what about you, Lauren? Do you think obviously hospice care is important anyway, but especially at Christmas because it's it just seems that more prominent, I suppose, when everyone's coming together. Yeah, definitely. And I think a lot of it is about, you know, the planning that goes into it because, you know, over Christmas it is bank holiday. Yes. A lot of bank holidays altogether. So it's very important that we've prepared that, you know, people, because a lot of people do choose to die at home. Mm -hmm. So it's essential making sure that we have everything needed put into place. A lot of advanced care planning sort of goes into it. And over Christmas, you know, a lot of the other services aren't open mm -hmm. or aren't available, so not do come to mm -hmm. us. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I do think over Christmas especially. Yeah, it's just a bit more in your face, isn't it, like you say? Yeah, it's all yeah. very, everyone's upbeat and joyful, and yeah. at the same time you've got to try and navigate this, you know, whole issue around someone you love yeah. more than anything is, is dying. Yeah. So, it's yeah, it must be incredibly difficult for some of our families. Um, if you were going to send Kezia a bit of a message out to our community, out to everyone who you know knows and loves Eleanor for this Christmas, what would you say? Well, if it wasn't for our community, we wouldn't be here. That's very true. Mm -hmm. Very, very true. Good message. What about you, Laura? What would you say to our community this Christmas? Um, just, you know, all come together as a family, mm -hmm. you know, and support each other. Enjoy it. Enjoy it. Yeah. We'll be here to support you when you need us really yeah always here always here that's it <laughs> always, always 24 7 we are never shut no never no. sort of like mcdonald's yeah <laughs> never shut yeah. never never shut um yeah find out a bit more on eleanor.org or you can give us a call um here on 01474 wishing really a merry christmas as merry as it can be um lots of peace and love to all of our families all of our staff working over christmas Thank you so much for, you know, sharing your thoughts and your ideas. And I hope Christmas is as um, straightforward and peaceful as it can be for you both as well. Thank you. <laughs>
that's been the third episode of our podcast. Uh, we'll see you on the next one.